Now on Netflix. Inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. Today is Saturday, February 8th, 2020. On this day in 1983, champion racehorse Shurgar was kidnapped during an unsolved nighttime raid on his stable in Kildare, Ireland. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a ParCast original. Today we're covering the theft of Shurgar, a thoroughbred horse worth over $15 million. Let's go back to the evening of February 8th, 1983, just after 8 p.m. Relentless, freezing rain pounded on the roof of the stables as James Fitzgerald closed the door to Shurgar's stall. Fitzgerald was the head groom at Ballymeny's stud farm and lived with his family in a cottage across the road. He closed up the stables and quickly returned home, hunching over against the pounding rain. There was no security at the stud farm, save for a thick wooden gate at the end of the entrance road. The heavy rain and darkness made it difficult to see anyone entering the farm property. At 8.40 p.m., a man in a long coat and hat knocked on Fitzgerald's cottage door. His son opened it, surprised to have a visitor at such a late hour. As soon as the door creaked open, the man burst inside and pinned the boy to the floor. Fitzgerald heard the commotion and rushed downstairs. Two more men burst into the house, wearing balaclavas to cover their faces and waving big black handguns at the terrified family. One of the masked men eyed Fitzgerald and aimed his gun at the terrified stud groom. In a low, menacing voice, he said, We've come for Shergar. Two of the men ushered the family into the dining room at gunpoint, while the other men took Fitzgerald out to the stables. They forced him to open Shergar's stall and put a leather halter over the horse's head. Shergar was a gentle and obedient horse, and Fitzgerald was a familiar face. The stallion was calm as the thieves forced Fitzgerald to load the horse into a trailer parked alongside the stables. It was 9 p.m., only 20 minutes after the first thief appeared at the cottage door. Fitzgerald watched the trailer disappear from sight in the heavy rain as two of the men drove it through the front gate. The remaining armed kidnappers shoved Fitzgerald back towards the house to rejoin his terrified family. They needed to give their accomplices time to escape with Shergar and make sure the family didn't call the police. After waiting an hour, three of the kidnappers bundled Fitzgerald into the back seat of a car. They left two armed men behind to guard the family. As the car rattled away from the cottage, 
Fitzgerald was scared he was never going to see his family again. The kidnappers drove along dark back roads for the next two hours, confusing the terrified stud groom in the back seat. A little after midnight, the car squealed to a halt about 30 miles from Ballymeny. The masked man in the passenger seat turned around to tell Fitzgerald the rules. First, do not call the police. Second, the ransom for Shergar was two million pounds. And finally, the kidnappers would use the name King Neptune in their communications for the ransom. Then one of the kidnappers opened the door and said, start walking, don't turn around and don't call the police. Fitzgerald did as he was told, walking towards the nearest village and calling his brother to give him a ride back home to Ballymeny. By now, Shergar had been missing for four hours and the police still had not been informed. It was almost 1 a.m. when Fitzgerald finally returned to his family, who were scared but safe. The kidnappers were gone. At 1.15 a.m., Fitzgerald called the manager of Ballymeny Stud Farm and reported the theft. Over the next three hours, a series of phone calls between Shergar's ownership syndicate cost valuable time while they debated what to do. The horse was owned by 34 different entities, each with a share, and no financial decisions could be made without full support of the group. Finally, the group decided to call the police. They refused to pay the ransom without involving the authorities. Over the next three days, the kidnappers called multiple times to demand the ransom money. Even after the kidnappers provided photographs to prove Shergar was still alive, the owners still needed more time for negotiations. Finally, the kidnapper named King Neptune called one last time and said, if you're not satisfied, that's it. He hung up. It was the last anyone heard from the thieves. Shergar was never seen again. The abrupt end to the negotiations left many questions. What happened after Shergar left the stud farm? Who were the kidnappers? Where was Shergar buried? The answers right after this. Welcome back to Collector's Closet, presented by The Ohio Lottery. Let's discuss my newest prize possession, this new $10 scratch-off, the $500,000 Platinum Jackpot. The best method I've found so far to help it hold its value is to vacuum seal it. This thing cannot get scratched. What's that? Sorry, my producer's telling me the only way it could be worth up to 500 grand is if I do scratch it? Okay, well, in that case, definitely don't overprotect your $500,000 platinum jackpot scratch-offs. Play them. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. Now, back to the story. On February 8th, 1983, the champion racehorse Shergar was taken from his stable at Ballymeny Stud Farm while his groomer was held at gunpoint for several hours. After the ransom demands were met with delays and refusals, the kidnappers cut off communication and Shergar vanished forever. 
The owners had refused to pay the ransom for two reasons. The first was simple. There were 34 members of the syndicate that owned Shergar, and no payment could be made without agreement from all of them. But even if all the syndicate members had agreed, setting a precedent would encourage more kidnappings. The successful ransom of the most valuable racehorse in Ireland would have put all other racehorses at risk. The syndicate would not pay, but they still wanted Shergar returned safely. The investigation had gone cold nearly as soon as Shergar disappeared into the rainy night. The police hadn't been notified for almost eight hours, and in that time, Shergar could have been driven anywhere in Ireland. The police asked the public to check every stable and farm in the country, but no sign of Shergar was found. Once the story broke, there were many false leads, too. Fake callers pretending to have information tied up the police phone lines and wasted time and resources. The man identifying himself as King Neptune never stayed on the phone long enough to trace the call. The delayed report to the police and the difficulty in negotiating with such a large group of owners quickly derailed the investigation. The police strongly suspected the Irish Republican Army was behind the kidnapping, but there was no proof. The case was shelved for over 15 years, and the mystery of Shergar's disappearance was eventually forgotten. But in 1999, a former IRA member named Sean O'Callaghan wrote a memoir in which he identified the kidnappers and revealed the truth of Shergar's final days. O'Callaghan pinned a senior IRA member named Kevin Mallon as the architect of the kidnapping. The IRA needed cash to fund their operations and purchase weapons, but the kidnapping had gone wrong almost immediately. O'Callaghan claimed that in the hours after Shergar was taken, the horse had gotten spooked in the trailer. The kidnappers had little experience with horses and couldn't control the stallion. Still locked in the trailer, Shergar injured his leg. The kidnappers tried to keep him calm over the following days as they negotiated with the syndicate through intermediaries and clandestine phone calls but the police were now offering a six-figure reward for Shergar's safe return. And there were patrols everywhere. It was virtually impossible to return the horse without getting caught. Finally, Malin gave the order to kill the injured stallion. Shergar was machine-gunned in his temporary stable, and his bloody corpse was allegedly dumped in a dense, swampy bog near Balnamore. No trace of the horse was ever found, and no arrests were made in the case, which remains open as of 2019. James Fitzgerald, the former stud groom, kept framed photographs of Shergar in his hall and living room. When he read about the alleged story of Shergar's violent death, he was heartbroken. Through his tears, he said, that's not a very nice thing to do. Shergar was a grand horse and he deserved better. Thank you. 
Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. For more about the kidnapping of Shergar, check out our two-part episode on the ParCast original, Hostage. Today in True Crime is a ParCast original. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other ParCast originals for free on Spotify. Not only does Spotify already have all of your favorite music, but now Spotify is making it easy for you to enjoy all of your favorite ParCast originals, like Today in True Crime, for free from your phone, desktop, or smart speaker. To stream Today in True Crime on Spotify, just open the app and type Today in True Crime in the search bar. At ParCast, we're grateful for you, our listeners. You allow us to do what we love. Let us know how we're doing. Reach out on Facebook and Instagram, at ParCast, and Twitter, at ParCast Network. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime was created by Max Cutler and is a ParCast Studios original. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Carrie Murphy, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Freddie Beckley. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Andrew Messer, with writing assistance by Maggie Admire. I'm Vanessa Richardson. 